James Seltzer, WIP in Philadelphia, also the host of the Odyssey original podcast. Go Birds joins us now. And, uh, you know, we look, we got two weeks leading up to this, man. Like, you know, you guys are dealing with in Philadelphia where you got a team. It's back here again. High expectations. As we get closer and closer to the game, what's just the overall feel around this team, around Jalen Hurts' health, and the expectations for what they're going to do in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I think actually if you ask Philadelphia Eagles fans, the thing they're most concerned about right now, it's how not concerned we are about this game. I mean, the entire city <laughs> the entire city is, is absolutely sure the Eagles are going to win. It is a strange feeling, but this team's earned it all season long. I mean, they, they really have been dominant when Hertz has been out there, obviously 16 and one when he plays. I mean, we just haven't really seen them lose when he starts games. And in a lot of cases, like in both playoff games and obviously, you know, there, there are different circumstances that led to it, but you know, they, they've 69 to 14, they've outscored teams in the playoffs. So, you know, we've just seen this team be so dominant this year. And I think in the city, we just have a lot of faith that, that, they go about their business the right way. And you mentioned the Hurts thing. It, it does come down to Hurts. Hurts, the, 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 I, in my life, I've never seen a 24 year old as composed, as together, as calm, as hardworking, all these things. I mean, to, to take the leap that he took from last year to this year, I mean, I, I don't think we've ever seen a, a quarterback take a leap. It, it was like Josh Allen plus. Everyone's like, can he take the Josh Allen leap? He took a bigger leap. So, um, the health is, is look, I don't think Jalen is 100%. I don't think any player is 100% right now. I don't think it is something that's going to hamper him. I think the offense is going to be run the same way they would run it if you were 100% healthy or not. Um, and, and I don't think, look, I, I think for the most part, the throws have looked good uh, in the playoff games. He overthrew AJ in the last one. Um, but for the most part, it hasn't really hampered him from an arm perspective. And, you know, this is the last game of the season, and, and he's tough as hell. So I, I don't think he's going to be worried about taking hits either. So I, I think you're going to see the Eagles offense uh, like you would expect to see it. Uh, James, moving over to the defensive side of the ball, obviously one of the better defensive lines, if not the best defensive line in the NFL. But the only thing that concerns me about this Eagles defense is they only saw five top 16 offenses during the regular season. And they gave up 30 points per game, 56% success rate in those games. We saw the primetime game where Aaron Rodgers and the Packers put up some points, even Jordan Love. Do you worry here stepping up in class, going against Mahomes in that offense? Yeah, look, I think that that from a from a game perspective, going up against Mahomes is definitely the biggest worry. This the Jonathan Gannon defense last year, way less talented defense. But the one real flaw with it was his kind of inability to to put pressure on quarterbacks and allow them to sit back and pick defense is apart. So, you know, high end quarterbacks really killed this team, but, but yeah. they're super talented this year. They went out and added Hassan Reddick and, and Chauncey Gardner Johnson and James Bradbury and Kaiser White. And it's just a completely different defense. And they haven't, they haven't had to be tested. I mean, the Aaron Rodgers thing, you know, they won that game 40 to 33, but, but it yeah. was really the Packers coming back late. You know, Jordan Love did have a, it was really hit Christian Watson on a, a crossing route and Watson just took off and ran and was gone. But um, I, I don't think like in any of those games, it really felt like, I think it, it felt more at times like the defense was taking their foot off the gas than it was any real progress being made against them. There were a couple games the the game with Dak, uh, when Gardner, uh, when, um, uh, Hertz was out and, and Minshew was playing in Dallas, the defense had a bad night that night, but again, you know, and it, when, when Hertz wasn't there for him, I think every level, the team just looks completely different. Um, so look, I, I think it's certainly a concern and I think it's a concern anytime you play Patrick Mahomes, but 
this Eagles defense is really, really good, man. And they are super talented and they have waves of dudes that they can throw at you from a, from a pass rush perspective. And I think when you look at, at this chief's offensive line, it matches up well, you know, with the outside rush strength between Reddick and sweat and Graham and all these dudes that they can kind of roll out and go after the quarterback with, you know, Wiley and, and even, you know, Brown on the other side, that that's the weakness of this, this chief's offensive line from a pass protection standpoint, really any, any, you know, standpoint. So I do think the Eagles have a chance to get to Mahomes, and and obviously I think that'd be a big part of the game. So I, I feel really good about this defense, but you know it's Patrick Mahomes, so there's certainly some concern. Yeah, James, I was looking at some player props, and we were talking about quarterback props last night, and you know the bedrock obviously of the Eagles has been their running game. You know Kenneth Gainwell has been a monster. Miles Sanders obviously has been that guy, and Jalen has been getting on the move, even you know in the playoffs as well i see his passing yard prop 238 and a half it is juiced to the over minus 125. Uh, what what are your thoughts just kind of on that number would you would you take the over would you take the under because we've seen in the playoffs so far he really hasn't had to test out that shoulder much yeah it well it's interesting this eagles offense i think that's the thing when i when i really talk about when you talk about how good this eagles team is it's that they really i think of all the teams i've seen this year have the ability to beat you in the most different ways you know, if you come in and, and you've got a great run defense, they can throw it on you and, and vice versa. And they're a very multiple type of team. And um, so I, it's funny because if you had asked me last week going into that game against the Niners, you know, how are you going to beat this Niners defense? I would have said, all right, go out and throw the ball. That's their weakness. And and the Eagles really couldn't get the ball, you know, couldn't get it going in the passing game, but we're able to run on that Niners defense, which, which really no one has all year. Um, so... Look, I think this Eagles team is always gonna gonna lean on the run, but they do usually use the pass to set up the run. They they will, you know, it's kind of where they'll they'll get out in front early and then and then sit on a lead too. So um, I, I I haven't really messed with Hertz passing props too much this season, just because it has been so one way or the other. Just because they're not going to force anything, they're going to take what the defense gives them, and they're going to move the football. Whether it's Hurts deciding in the RPO game to hold it or throw it, or or them just you know looking at the defense and throughout the course of the game saying, "All right, we can bully these guys, and we're gonna we're gonna rack up yards where they've you know they've had over like two fifty you know multiple times this season. They had three sixty or something in that that other game we were talking about before, so um, Packers game. So um, really, uh, you know, I think this offense it's it's hard to guess what's going to happen. But look, you know, Jalen's a good quarterback and and I wouldn't be shocked if he went over the 230. If I had to bet, I, I would stay away from it. But if I had to bet, I would bet the over. Talking to James Seltzer, bet MGM tonight. Uh, all three of us, I think, on this set right now are in on Kenneth Gainwell, who has put up great numbers over the last three games. I mean, his uh, is it up to, I think it's up to 20 and a half now. 19 and a half. 19 and a half. Uh, I mean, he's had 48, 112, and 35 yards rushing over his last three games. What type of role can we expect from him? Because I feel like he's become the guy for the Eagles that's taken that next step and really taken advantage of an opportunity to get more carries and to really have a bigger role with the Eagles. I feel like he's in for a really big game for them. What do you think? Yeah, well, it's really – I mean, he's been awesome in the playoffs. I mean, playoff yeah. Kenny. Yeah, we had playoff Lenny a few years ago with the, the Bucks. I <laughs> uh, hope the result's the same. You know, that phase, same team they're facing. Um, but – it's actually really funny for us here, you know, if you had, um, you know, with how good, again, going back to what I was saying about how, how dominant this team has been this year and the last undefeated team, the whole thing. And the fact that they're going to have 22 of 22 day one starters starting in the Super Bowl, which 
you know, I, I, I can't imagine that's happened. Certainly not in, in this era of football. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, but I do think that, that if you look at this team and you went into the season, say, are expectations for people and, and who either, you know, uh, uh, exceeded them or, or, or didn't live up to them. There would only be a couple players on this team who throughout the course of the season didn't live up to, or, or in most cases succeed what we hoped we would get from this, them this year. And Gamewell was one of those guys, like he had a really disappointing season and we were expecting a lot from him this year in year two. Um, you know, had a role last year. He is good in the passing game, the former wide receiver in college. Um, so he really had a disappointing season. And then all, all of a sudden here at the end of the year and, and particularly in the playoffs, he's, he's become one of the go-to guys. So it's a really fascinating thing. So again, it's kind of hard to predict. I, I, I think they will use game. Well, I think he has proven over the last two games that, um, he can, he can be relied on in situations, but look, they, you know, was kind of weird game scripts the last two games. There were games that were essentially over at halftime, both of them, for all intents and purposes. Um, and look, Gamewell is going to be in there and passing down. So game flow could dictate what happens with game fell, with Gamewell. They, they will kind of mix him in there uh, depending on game flow. But I, I think clearly he's become a much bigger part of the offense over the last quarter of the season and particularly the last few weeks that he's going to be involved in, in the game plan for sure. I'm all in on uh, Devontae Smith, and I do think A.J. Brown probably finally gets in the end zone, but I'm worried about his health and also the health of Jalen because his splits since coming back from the shoulder injury have been much better thrown to the left side of the field, and that's usually where Devontae's at. Also, he's had the advantage in red zone targets the last six weeks over A.J. Brown. What, what do you think the best bet is, though, for Devontae Smith? Would you go with the receiving yards, the receptions, or do you think he gets in the end zone because the touchdown was plus 160? There's a really good price. But like you said, I mean, I worry a little bit about Jalen's health. Um, but I think Devontae should have a big Super Bowl here. I think it's a good matchup. I, I, I love Devontae. I actually, I would, like, AJ's the, the one, obviously, but I like the Devontae yeah. bets better from an odds perspective and from a yardage perspective. I mean, he okay. is smooth, man. Like, I think he somewhat, get, somewhat gets overshadowed nationally because of how great AJ Brown has been in year one here. And, and AJ Brown is amazing. You know, he's one of the best receivers in football, and he looks the part, but... Devontae is he is a stud man like that dude is a stud he is he is a pristine route runner I, I don't ever remember watching an Eagles receiver who just gets more wide open more often than Devontae Smith it, it just feels like you know every every game there are three plays where he gets thrown the ball and there's no one five yards even near him so um I, I love Devontae I think he's even become more of a, a safety blanket for Jalen um, over the, the final quarter of the season because he's always freaking open, man. He's always yeah. open. So um, I'm with you, especially, you know, assuming Sneed is on AJ more, I would think. Um, and I think he's way better th than, you know, anyone else who's going to be covering anyone in that secondary. So I'm with you. I, I like Devontae, the Devontae props more than I like the AJ props. James, any other props that you like either on either for the Chiefs or for the Eagles? I know you're talking about a lot of game script can't really you know can't really tell what to do with the eagles offense but anything that you like for the chiefs well so i in general it's funny because normally i'm i'm all in on all this i'm like you know 
every every uh, year I'm, I'm I have the whole you know breakdown of everything. And this year, because because the Eagles are in it, it's like hard to focus on all the props and all the other stuff because I'm just so locked in on the team and on the game. But I do like the um, Hertz longest rush bet. I, I think he had, was like 12 and a half or 13 or something. I think he goes over that for sure. I mean, he is yep, always 13 and a half. 13. I think he goes over that. Like I, I feel super confident he'll go over that one. Um, and in general, like I said, I like the Devonte Smith bets. I, I think he's going to have a, a really good game. And I think he's someone reliable. You can bet on, um, I like Hertz anytime touchdown, I, I, you know, he's just so automatic in those short yardage situations and the Eagles don't mess around with those. Like once in a while, they'll throw a variation off it where they'll pitch or something off that kind of sneak play they have. But for the most part, it's just, it's so automatic. And whether it's with pass interference or with the way the Eagles run the ball, like you could just see them getting into short yardage by the goal line. They do it a lot. There's a reason Hertz has more rushing touchdowns than any quarterback ever, or whatever this season. And, and the Eagles as a team have more rushing touchdowns than any team ever. Um, so I, I like the Hertz anytime touchdown. I, I honestly, I, this is uh, Trish. This is like the, 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 the true thing here for me, uh, Krista, like that I um, I can't even look at cheese bets. I, I don't want to do it. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not putting them in any any parlays. It's only That's Eagle fair. stuff. It's only positive yeah. Eagle stuff. Like, I I can't I can't do it. Like, I just emotionally, I, I get emotional hedges. I understand. And I'm usually really good about, like, separating money and fandom. Like, I'm good at that. Like, it's what you have to do. It's I can't do it this time. Not this like, weekend. I just, yeah, I'm just out. I'm out on anything's Chiefs. I'm betting on the Chiefs to lose in every possible way. Maybe I'll just bet all the unders or something. So. And and rightfully so. James Seltzer, WIP in Philadelphia. Go Birds podcast. I can see the enthusiasm. I'm jealous as a Commanders fan. Yeah. So uh, good for you in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, thanks, you guys buddy. got yourself a thanks. team there.